0: Welcome (laughs) Today we want to talk about friendships and uh, we uh, of course um, enjoy this topic because uh, we're good friends and we have that iron sharpening iron type of relationship and so we wanted to share it with you and be able to talk about uh, some biblical principles for good friendships. And this goes beyond just like teenagers and kids. I mean, this is for adults, too. We all need this advice on, on uh, having good friends and good influences in our life. Absolutely. And so I want to talk about two friendships that we see in the Bible. The first one is David and Jonathan. Uh-huh. And um, they're a really good example of... of what friends ought to be for each other. Yep. And then we see another set of friends, Amnon and Jonadab. And uh, of course, Amnon is David's son. Jonadab is David's uh, nephew, it seems. and. Um, and I think that it's a very, uh, a very terrible friendship that they had together. That influence in their life uh, destroyed both of them. So we'll talk about that, and uh, we'll look forward to that on this episode. Brother Jenny, give me some initial thoughts about friendship and why it's important that we even have this conversation.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, one of the things I mentioned in my testimony was that uh, when I moved to Illinois and started going to church there— I didn't have anyone my age because everyone my age was off at college, and uh, of course, I was going to a, a little local uh, tech college there uh, was my plan, and when I got there, I joined the singles ministry, as I mentioned, and got made some of the best friends of my life with people who were probably twice my age, and that was huge for me. I was only there for about a year before I went to Bible college, and uh, that was my really my Christian growth it was like a lifetime of growth and it was all due to the fact that I had good solid mature spiritually mature Christians you know regardless of their age you know we're looking for spiritual maturity yeah Uh, someone that uh, you know is is following in the law of the Lord following the scriptures following the Bible and meditating on it and, and desiring to serve God and live for the Lord you know you get around those people and you're you're not going to be able to help but grow. Yeah. And uh, so it was just uh, you know I look at that as as kind of one year of, of uh, a lifetime of upbringing to me. <laughs> yeah. It was. I've
0: it was, seen it on both yeah. sides. You know where I've had yeah. good friends that have encouraged me, strengthened me, yeah. and that you know it was a catalyst for me to want to walk with the Lord. And uh, but I've also had friends where for sure. you know that. Yeah it was easy for me to pull pull back from spiritual things yeah. because I was more interested in my relationship with them or, mm. you know, it was, uh, um, you know, you want to fit in or peer pressure or whatever else. And by the way, adults deal with that too. Oh yeah. That's not just something for kids. I mean, um, adults deal with peer pressure, maybe even more than <laughs> teenagers do, I yeah. think. And, um, so I want to, want to bring up these friendships and let me just share a couple Bible verses with you as we mm. begin. First of all, in Psalm 1, we it, one of the most famous psalms out there. It talks about our influences. It says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. So God says, hey, you're going to be happy. This is going to go well for you if you avoid certain types of influences. If you're not going to be standing in the way of sinners or, or sitting in the seat of the scornful or walking in the counsel of the ungodly, if you can get rid of these influences out of your life, you're going to be blessed. You're gonna. It's going to go well for you. Um, and then we see... That for the ungodly man, it's the exact opposite. Yeah. You know, that, and it, and it ends in destruction. And so Psalm, uh, Proverbs rather, chapter 13 and verse 20, it's, a, it's an excellent verse when we speak about friendships. He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. It reminds me <laughs> of Rehoboam, you know. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yep, and we'll see it in the life of David and Jonathan, and also in Amnon and, and mm-hmm. Jonadab right here in this, uh, this, this uh, topic. For sure. We've heard the quote before, you are who you hang around, and I I think it's so true. And so we need to be diligent as Christians on what we allow to influence us, and uh, specifically the friends that we have and uh, the, the people that we associate with. And so let's get right into this uh, topic of David and Jonathan. I'm going to read some verses. Get your thoughts, Brother Mm -hmm. Jenny. Um, the, The verse is found in 1 Samuel chapter 18 and verse number one. It says it came to pass when he had made an end of speaking unto Saul that the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. And Saul took him that day and would let him go no more home to his father's house Then Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. And Jonathan stripped himself of the robe that was on him and gave it unto David and his garments, even to his sword and to his bow and to his girdle. Here we see this friendship between David and Jonathan. And I think one of the catalysts of this good friendship is that they were their friendship was built on a common goal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was built on a common goal. They they both wanted to serve the Lord with their life. Uh, They both were just surrendered to Jesus, surrendered to the Lord. And they wanted um, they wanted to have a good relationship with Christ first, a good relationship with God first. And uh, their relationship was a catalyst to that between each other. And uh, I wonder, you know, do you have iron sharpening iron friends? Because David and Jonathan were that for each other. And they had this this common goal. I think of uh, when you see they also had some similar interests, you know, they had some. uh, Uh, Their character was very similar. Um, You'll know the story of David, of course, one of the most famous stories in the Bible when he goes and fights with Goliath. Mm -hmm. You know, he takes Goliath's head from his shoulders. Man, what a wonderful story. It's one of my favorite Mm -hmm. stories in all the Bible. It's really, it's a, you know, I feel like a kid, you know, I'm reading that story and I'm just like, yeah, do it, David, come on. And, uh, but you know, Jonathan had a similar story. Yeah. Where he was also battling the Philistines Mm -hmm. and It was just him and his armor bearer and they took on a whole company of the philistines by themselves i mean jonathan wasn't just some you know uh some some you know wuss you know i mean jonathan was jonathan was a man's man he was uh he was much like david a warrior and uh and they both were in this battle together and so they had a common goal how important it is is it for friends to have that common goal they're both going the same direction yeah
1: absolutely it's uh you know you have these brothers in arms yep. type of thing and you know you, you see that common bond you know i know there's always this rivalry when you talk about you know military and what branch you were in and you know we army were uh, uh marines and you, sure. you have this kind of rivalry you know uh, that they joke about but there is kind of that brotherhood mm-hmm. that you have within that and, and especially when you have ones that you fought alongside together and there just there comes this really strong common bond you understand each other you understand each other's experiences and uh, you know driving from that you know you look over an axe and you see that that the christians uh, in those early churches, they had all things common. Mm-hmm. Uh, they shared things together. They had this common goal. And when you're reading that about uh, Jonathan giving up his armor for David and, and everything, it just, uh, you know, really reminded me of that. And there's this kind of push today that church isn't really important. I understand some people have been hurt in church, uh, but they don't really understand what they're missing without the, the fellowship of uh, good believers. Yep. And, yeah. Yeah, so their relationship was built on that
0: common goal, yep. and it was they wanted to serve the Lord. Absolutely. They God was first in their life, um, and then it kind of displayed itself in their sacrifice for one another. Mm-hmm. But then we, we see this, and this is my next point here, is that their relationship was unselfish. So neither of them were in it for their own selves, right? And I think that's important when it comes to a Christian friendship, that... I'm not just friends with brother Jenny because of what he can do for me. You know what I mean or what yeah. what you know he's not in it so that for what I can do for him and David and Jonathan didn't have that. Obviously in the verse I just read Jonathan wasn't in it so that David would make Jonathan look better. Yeah. No, Jonathan was like, "Hey, I want to help this guy. I want to I want to be his comrade. I want to be you know, Jonathan was the king's son, and he took off his royal robe and gave it unto David. I mean, how how special, you know, that Jonathan yeah. says, "I'm not. This isn't about me." And you'll read about it even in later in the um, uh, First and Second Samuel that Jonathan knew that David was the next king. Mm-hmm. That Jonathan, it wasn't a, it wasn't a hidden secret mm-hmm. to him that he knew that the throne, the the nation, you know, that it was David's, yeah. and J- Jonathan was okay with that, right. even though he would have been next in line. Mm. And mm-hmm. Jonathan was yeah. okay with David being the one. He, he was more in it for, for David's success than he was for his own. I yeah. thought that was so special.
1: And I think that helps when we, we get the concept that we're in this for God's will, yep. not our will. And, and that eliminates so much pride. I, you know, I've always said it. I say it a lot of times that the Christian ought to be just clothed in humility. Mm-hmm. If we're not known for anything, if we're known for anything, it should be humility. Sure, And, that's, and that really strengthens relationships
0: yeah. To a great degree I also think of how David and Jonathan protected each other from evil yeah you know um Saul hated David <laughs> it was obvious and um and Jonathan he stuck his neck out on the line for David oh, yeah. time and again mm-hmm. and uh, even even between him and his own father he would just put himself on the on the line there for David and um of course, we saw him give him his robe, but then we see that Jonathan goes and talks with Saul for David on his behalf, and, and, um, and there's some principles here, and I know we don't want to read too much into Scripture, but I ought to pray for my friends. I ought to intercede for them. You know, like, like, like David did or Jonathan did for David. I ought to go and intercede. Like Jonathan went to Saul and says, hey, we don't want to kill this guy. He's what he's done. Nothing but, you know, good for you. And, but yeah. we can do the same. We can go to the Lord and say, Lord, would you please bless him? Would you please, you know, help his ministry? Would you please help him to flourish and his family? And, and I ought to intercede for my friends. Um, you know, we also think of just the, you know, um, when Saul was attacking David, um, that, that Jonathan stepped up and hid him and protected him. And, and, you know, the enemy is going to be attacking our friends all the time and, uh, they're going to get discouraged. They're going to, you know, run for the caves and all that, like David did. And I want to be that Jonathan kind of friend that just says, Hey man, I'm here. I've got your back. You know, you can, you can lean on me, help you be accountable. Hey, don't fall into that sin. And, and I think Jonathan was that kind of friend for David that he protected him from evil. And, um, And I ought to do my best to look out for my friends, you know, and and I think that was a good principle from David and Jonathan. So we have those friends that protect each other from sin. Yeah. You know, and that's what David and Jonathan were, is they were the friends that, you know, that the enemy's battling, the enemy's attacking, and Jonathan's willing to stand up for David, even though Jonathan was safe. Yeah you know, Saul at one point got really irritated with Jonathan, but, but Jonathan was his son. I mean, he's next in line to the throne. I mean, Jonathan wasn't, uh, uh, you know, in danger himself physically, but he put himself on the line for his friend. I think it's so important. Um, let's talk about another group of friends. We got Amnon and Jonadab. So, Mm -hmm. um, this one is, you know, for me, um, where we really see the, the contrast between uh, David and Jonathan, and really it, it's almost like a we want to be like Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, because yeah. of course we know David was a good friend. Later on in um, in Second Samuel, we see that David keeps his promises that he made to Jonathan and brings Mephibosheth, Jonathan's son, to be his uh, his own son in his house, and and there's a bunch of pictures about that. It's such a cool story. Um, So David was that good friend as well. A friend keeps his promises and that kind of thing. Um, But but we also see here now in David's son's life, Amnon. And the Bible tells us that Amnon had a friend. And so let me read that passage. It's in uh, 2 Samuel 13, and it's verse number 1 through 5 where it says, And it came to pass after this that Absalom, the son of David, had a fair sister whose name was Tamar, and Amnon, the son of David, loved her. And Amnon was so vexed that he fell sick for his sister Tamar, for she was a virgin, and Amnon thought it hard for him to do anything to her. But Amnon had a friend whose name was Jonadab, the son of Shimea, David's brother. And Jonadab was very subtle. And he said unto him, Why art thou, being the king's son, lean from day to day? Wilt thou not tell me? And Amnon said unto him, I love Tamar, my brother, Absalom's sister. And Jonadab said unto him, Lay down on thy bed, make thyself sick. And when thy father cometh to see thee, say unto him, I pray thee, let my sister Tamar come and give me meat and dress the meat in my sight that I may see it and eat, eat it of her hand. And so <laughs> Amnon, I mean, this story's sad all around. He's in love with his own sister. He and, and he knows it's wrong. Right. I mean, he, he's actually, he's struggling here. He, at the beginning of this story, he doesn't want to do anything wrong. He doesn't understand why he's feeling the way he's feeling. Yeah. He doesn't, he it's, it's bothering him. He's, he's laying in bed. He's depressed about it. He feels terrible. And his friend comes to him and he, and he's like, Hey, why are you like just hanging out in your room all the time? Why aren't you like, you know, you're the King's son, man. You can have whatever you want. Why are, why are you doing this? And uh, he says, well, I I love my sister. <laughs> and his friend's like, well, then let's do something about that. Mm-hmm. In the wrong way. Like, yeah. hey, here's yeah. a plan. Just, you know, fake like you're sick and yeah. have her come and give you some food and, yeah. and then take it, take her. What a great influence. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> wow. Like, this is just, what a contrast here, right? Yeah. Um, and so I understand just by reading this how important it is to have the right influences. But Brother Jenny, give me some thoughts just on you know, like how dangerous it is to get caught up with that wrong crowd, that wrong influence.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's times where you're just struggling through something and you need a good counsel. Yep. And you turn to your friends. That's that's the natural thing to do and, and, and should be a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you want to surround yourself, like we said before, with good godly counsel. But, you know, when you have friends that, are, that you're close to that are ungodly, that... Don't read their Bible, don't pray, don't care about the things of God. you're not going to get good counsel. And then the times where your mind's not clear because you're stressing about things and you're having you know trouble with some things, uh, it's going to be very easy for the devil to use that and, and stir you away from the will of God and, and I think you know even even times when I look back in my personal experience, in times where I turn to someone, if I would have got the wrong counsel in certain situations, it could have been disastrous for me. It could have been counsel that I wouldn't necessarily give to someone else in the same situation. But if right. I'm not thinking clearly, I need a good friend there to say, no, right. that's not good thinking. You need to turn away from that yep. and uh, set me back in the right frame of mind. Absolutely. So, yeah. So
0: in the contrast portion of this, where Jonathan and David, they had that same goal, and uh, Amnon and, and Jonadab perhaps maybe had the same goal too. Mm-hmm. But it might not have been the right right goal. Right. <laughs>
1: Different purpose.
0: <laughs> we saw in David and Jonathan's relationship that it was selfless. Yeah. That it was, it was all about helping the other person. Where in Amnon and Jonadab's case, it's totally selfish. Yeah. The whole thing is totally selfish. It tells us in verse 3 that Jonadab was a subtle man. It tells us in verse 5 that Jonadab actually gives him the plan on how to fulfill his own lusts uh, man how how scary that is you know for even for our children you know I think of that um, I think one one thing as a parent I'm always looking at who my kids are hanging around you know Mm -hmm. because I not that I want to control every little aspect of their lives but you you see stories like this happen in our own world Mm -hmm. that you know the Bible's very clear you walk with wise men you'll be wise but if you're a companion of fools, you're going to be destroyed. Yeah. And so we want to help the kids of our church and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But like I said already, this goes for us, too, because, you know, we spend eight, 10 hours, 12 hours a day at work. And we've got these these co-workers who may not be saved, probably don't love the Lord. Maybe maybe they do. Maybe they don't. But we then spend so much time with them that we begin talking about life, about yeah. philosophy of life. We talk about personal things and all this kind of stuff. Absolutely. And and we begin sh- getting counsel from people that maybe don't know the Lord and can give us the right counsel. And uh, we start hearing it every day. Yeah. And, um, hey, well, you should go. And, you know, if your wife's not, you know, uh, living up to... You know her, her 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 job in the marriage. Then you should go find another wife. Or you know if you if you should if you're uh, uh, if you're you know hurting financially. Well then, hey, I got a friend who can help you kind of earn a few thousand bucks doing it under the table. Or you know, and they start giving you this bad advice, and you start thinking, well, maybe that that sounds feasible. Like I could probably do this, and it starts the gears start turning, and well, you know it to be wrong. You know it to be what you shouldn't do. You even feel bad about it at the beginning, but you have a friend that's constantly reassuring you that this is what you ought to do. And man, you walk with wise men, you're wise, but companion to fools will be destroyed. I've seen marriages yeah. you know, fall apart. I've seen people even lose their jobs. I've seen, you know, uh, I've seen it all. Just uh, yeah. people that have had the wrong influence and they allowed it to steer them the wrong way.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, and you know, the one thing I wanted to point out when you're making that contrast between the two friendships is you notice that between the the first set of friends you had a, a kingdom focus yeah and the second set of friends you have this self-focus yep
0: so selfish it,
1: it's destructive
0: yep. yeah so their, their friendship was selfish but their friendship was also deceitful mm-hmm. <laughs> they were they deceived even one another yeah You know, and that's the thing is they weren't really in it to help the other guy. They were they were in it to uh, deceive one another. And their their friendship was vain. It was empty. David and Jonathan's meant something. It meant something for eternity. It meant something for their entire nation. It meant something for their families. But for Jonadab and Amnon, it only meant something for them. Mm. It was vain. It was empty. It was meaningless. And um, and, you know, the story of Amnon, we won't read the whole thing, but. The story of Amnon goes that he does rape his sister, Mm -hmm. and his brother Absalom kills him. Where was Jonadab during all this? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) you read about it. Jonadab really wasn't anywhere (laughs) to be found. Now he gets he gets he pays for it later. But but while Amnon is going through all this and paying the price, uh, Jonadab was was (laughs) MIA. And, uh, and that's what happens with, with your, your friends. You know, you think of uh, the story of the prodigal son, mm-hmm. right? So he takes his father's money, he goes into a far country, it on riotous living, yeah. and, uh, man, he parties it up. Yeah. But then but runs out. W- <laughs> when he runs out of money, the Bible says that no man gave unto him. No man gave one to him. He spent all this money partying it up, and probably a bunch of people were enjoying this man spending all yeah. of his money. And then once it was gone...
1: Suddenly he had no friends. Nothing.
0: <laughs> nothing. Yeah. That's That verse in Proverbs is so true. A companion of fools shall be destroyed. And uh, so we encourage so you to have that good friendship. Good friendship. Give me some Give me some uh, closing thoughts, Brother Jenny, on this whole iron sharpening iron thing. Uh, relationship, you know, kind of give us some thoughts back, you know, even to David and Jonathan or Amnon and Jonadab and just, you know.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I just wonder what would have happened if Jonathan would have been a different kind of friend. Yeah. And it, it's neat to watch how a good friend builds you up mm-hmm. and having two good friends together and having that, you know, like the Bible says, threefold cord yeah. is hard to break. Yeah, and uh, you know, the more chords you have, the more godly friends you have, the stronger you're going to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, just looking, thinking of that iron sharpening iron. How are we, how are we building each other up? How do your friendships build you up? How do you focus on building up your friend? And and that's what it's about. It's not just well, I just want a friend so I can be built up. It's right. You know, who can I find that's going to build me up? And what does Paul tell us? Who are we going to focus on building up? We want to find that faithful person. So that's what you should look for in your friends that you can invest in someone yep. else's life as long as they're faithful and, and they're going to do the same to you. That, you know, I think
0: the question could be asked like, well, how do I find friends, you know, yeah. and yeah. that kind of thing. And I, I understand that struggle, you mm-hmm. know, of, of, well, where do I find them? How do I find them? Yeah. And of course, you know, we're the preachers. We're going to say, you got to find them in church. Sure. And I think that's true. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, um, you know, the uh, there's a lot of opportunity in a local church for us to build solid friendships and you know we have we're, we're not mega churches by any means where there's just you know hundreds of people running around our services every week but um, but I'll tell you this that in our specific churches that there's there's people here that want to be your friend (laughs) and want to be that kind of accountability partner for you that, um, you know, that that'll text you throughout the week. Hey, how you doing? And Mm -hmm. and um, but, you know, you got to be able to open yourself up a little bit.
1: You know, good friends aren't going to just come automatically all the time. And, you know, everybody needs a friend. You you look at someone and you see that they don't have a, a good friend to help influence them. Well, maybe seek out that person, get to know them get to find out if they'd be a good friend for you to be around because that's how we build up the church and strengthen the church that's how we keep people in the church you know we we've talked before in the past you know how do we close the back door you know people Mm -hmm. come in and they go right back out and i think building those relationships and building those friendships is a key part of it yeah and one of
0: it too is that you're not just looking for that person who can be your friend but you're looking to be one yeah you know, and I think that's what we see in Jonathan is that he really didn't, it didn't matter whether David reciprocated to Jonathan, you know, mm-hmm. his friendship, he was going to be the right kind of friend. Yeah. And, um, and I think that that's so important is if I'm going to have good friends, I need to be a good friend, you know, and I need yeah. to be there, uh, for others and show yourself friendly. <laughs> yeah. a Man that hath friends must show himself friendly. Absolutely. And, um, and, I, you know, we think of Jesus being the closest friend that we have. Hmm. Um, he's our example in that. And so I ought to just treat everybody in my church, my, my workplace, my home. I ought to treat them like Christ would want me to treat them, Yeah, how Christ would treat them. And uh, those friendships then will happen naturally. You know, they're going to happen, you know, when I'm giving of myself selflessly, when I'm being honest and I live my life with integrity and I and I, just, I actually have a genuine concern for the benefit of other people, then I'm going to have friends. Like, that's, yeah. that's going to be natural. And, and
1: that attitude's going to change how you respond if a friend does you wrong.
0: Yep. It's, yep. Absolutely. That would be a whole nother episode yeah. just talking about <laughs> offenses and those kind of things. Because yeah. um, they happen. Just because you're good friends with somebody doesn't mean you're not going to offend them or they're going to offend you. Uh, that happens quite a bit. But, um, you know, it's about how you respond to it. But
1: anyway, man. friendships, man, it's good. So I'm glad you're my friend, yeah. bro. Yeah, I'm glad you're mine. <laughs> yeah, but we're out of coffee. So I, we, I guess we are have to <laughs> go
0: back for another episode. So, hey, go f- find yourself a friend and uh, be mindful of uh, of uh, some of the downfalls of getting around the wrong people. Amen. And uh, we'll talk more about this, I'm sure, you know, but we need people in the battle with us. And uh, we need people that are going to be uh, on our team. You know, so to say, and and uh, I believe that every single one of us, when we get around the right people and uh, find the, find a good church, where we can get around the right people and and uh, invest ourselves in the lives of lives of others, and have good people invest in us, uh, that'll go well for us, and uh, we'll be thankful that we did. So, brother Jenny, kind of give us our outro. Let folks know um, uh, where to find us. And
1: absolutely, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at uh, hashtag Armored Up Podcast. And uh, come see us there. Like, subscribe, watch us on YouTube. I think we're on iTunes now. Did you get yeah? That we'll we'll in? we'll be getting on most podcast uh, uh, platforms. All right, so. excellent. All right, guys. Thanks. We'll see you next time.